live show called Business Power Hour. I loved the panel presentations we did at the Authentic Seller Summit so much, and I got a ton of feedback that you guys loved them and you loved hearing us just talk about business and chat, and there were so many good takeaways, and it was really fun being live all together. And so I decided to make it into a weekly show. So every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, you can join me inside my Facebook group for a special panel presentation. Today, we are going to play the audio for you from the Power Hour we did last Thursday. If you like this format, come live to the live show. I'll be live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern in the Facebook group with a new panel of experts talking about a new topic every week. It's going to be really fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Faith Mariah. We're back for Business Power Hour. We have a really great show for you guys today. I am so, so, so excited about the panel we have today. We have three powerhouses here that are going to talk to you guys all about business operations, systems, all. And we're going to get super, super nerdy, you guys. And I really am passionate about this topic. I was just telling them one of the worst business nightmares I've ever had was when my business really, really took off and we didn't have any systems in place. And I felt like a crazy lunatic. I was super overwhelmed. I My business was miserable. I had a VA. This is how bad it was. I had a VA that would log on every day and it, there was so much going on and it was so disorganized. She would call me up crying almost every day. <laughs> and the worst thing was that we got so busy. It was like, we couldn't, I had money, but we couldn't slow down enough to onboard another person. It felt like we were drowning in the worst way ever. It was one of the worst seasons of my business. So I'm very passionate about this topic. We teach it a lot in the Becoming Boss Mastermind. We have a whole like systems training templates. My business operations manager teaches in there, helping people set up Airtable, Asana, like all that stuff just to make it easier to run. And so this is a very important topic, which is why I wanted to have everybody on today to talk about it with you guys. And I can't wait for you guys to hear from our speakers because they have some really exciting things to share with you guys. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves, tell them who you are, kind of what you do, give us a little spiel, tell us about, I think all of you have a free gift. If you have a free gift, tell them about that and we'll be sure to put it in the show notes. I'll put the link in the chat afterwards when we're done. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Perfect. I'll jump in. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Liz Stapleton, I'm the host of the blogger Breakthrough Summit, who Mariah, or Faith Mariah. I don't know why in my head you're Mariah, but you're Faith Mariah. It's uh, confusing. Like, I go by Faith, too, but yeah. I'm like, Faith Mariah on the internet? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have very kindly spoken at before, um, and I, which the summit is really aimed at helping bloggers and online business owners, like, earn more with doing less and taking more taking things off their plate than adding to it and being more efficient and smart with the way they go about running an online blog or business. I'll tell you guys too, I was so excited when I saw Liz had signed up because we do a lot of, I speak at a lot of events and do a lot of different things and work with a lot of people, but your summit is always one of the easiest, most well-run organized ones. And so I was like super excited when I saw you. And I remember, I think I remember talking to you and you were like, yeah, I don't even have like a team. I do it all myself. And that like blew my mind. <laughs> I don't know if you're still doing that, but I was like, damn, she must be, I remember thinking like, she must be so organized. I can't believe that. 
parts of my business are the summit is particularly organized. Um, and I yeah. have had VA help me in the past, but I wanted to say, based on what you said, there's nothing like having a VA to truly like see how clear or confusing your stuff is because <laughs> yeah. you look at something that makes perfect sense. But having that outside perspective, like there's nothing like having a VA to help you actually like have clear understanding. Or like when you try to explain it to them and it like, you're like, as you're yeah. saying it, you're like, this is ridiculous, stupid way I'm doing this. Like you, it's like you start realizing like, oh, yeah. why yeah. do I do this? <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah. Well, I can't wait to pick all your, your brain about all of the things. Do you have a free gift you're promoting for them? Uh, I mean, I have lots. I want to put you on the spot. You don't have to. I mean, I have lots of free gifts, but I mean, this is an audience of business owners. So, I mean, applications to the next summit are open. Let's throw that out there. Oh, yeah. You guys should definitely work with Liz. Speak in her summit. Um, It's for bloggers, right? Yeah, bloggers online. But every year they're like, this is really relevant just to my business. Um, So, yeah, it does aim at bloggers that so online businesses that are creating content in the form of like a blog. But it ends up being a lot of people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And if you guys know anybody, send them Liz's way. Let's help her out because recruiting speakers, that's not an easy yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> so let's help her out with the speaker game. Okay. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. Latrice, you want to go next? Sure. So I'm Latrice Claiborne. I am a tech and automation strategist. Um, basically, I help you take the mess, the whole hodgepodge of everything in the junk drawer, get it out, organize it and streamline how you run and how you work and earn in your business. Oh my God. I am currently on maternity leave and I'm still getting paid and my team is still able to run without me because I'm able to hang out and just hold my baby and play with my kids. That's where you know your systems are like solid. I love your junk drawer analogy because my boyfriend Matt always makes fun of me because he calls it my like, it's like the death drawer where like things go to die. <laughs> it's like but my every, little, you know, like my little hoarding nest in there. But everything is in there that you need. Screwdriver. I'm making it have to keep it in the little hoarding nest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then what about you, Carrie? Yeah, so I'm Carrie Wolf. I'm a retired military spouse turned entrepreneur, and I own Wolfdown Professional Solutions. I am an implementer and operations expert. Um, I specialize in streamlining your processes, optimizing your operations, um, looking at your data and your KPIs, and telling you, giving you the story of what your data is saying about your business. Um, a lot of times when my clients come to me, you know, they don't have ducks in a row, they've got squirrels and they're at a rave and it's just a hot mess back there. And, you know, I just love to jump in and start straightening things out. It's kind of my nerdy, happy place is straightening up their mess, writing out their SOPs and their processes and really just jumping in. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have a free thing you want to promote or anything I do. you want to promote? Anything at all? <laughs> I do. Um, I've got an ebook for your group. It's called Streamline Your Business Processes Using SOPs. Um, it's the definitive guide why writing SOPs doesn't have to suck. You guys have to go get that because SOPs are like critical. They and are the lifeblood of your business. And so this takes you through the entire process. It explains what they are how you can get started and gives you some templates and some examples to get you started on documenting your processes. I love it. Yeah. You guys have to go grab that. And then what about you, Latrice? Do you have anything you want to promote? Any freebies, anything you want to shout out projects we need to know about? So I'm more on the tech side of things. 
I'm a tech nerd. And so for a lot of people, they think that their business is as automated as it can be. So I have an automation quiz. It's automation-quiz.com. Super easy. And you can go there and actually take the quiz to see how automated your business actually is. And it also helps you to, it brings new things to you that you didn't know you can automate. The quiz will ask you things that people are like, oh, they know I can automate that. No, that's not automated. So it helps you to see how automated your business actually is at the end. Oh my gosh, you guys have to go get that. That sounds amazing. Um, I am really curious to hear from you guys. Obviously, you guys are all experts in this area, and I'm so excited to talk to you because I know this is an area a lot of online business owners struggle with. We have so many different, there's so many different pieces to manage, and there's content creation, and there's sales, and there's customer service, and there's delivery. And I really think the key to being able to do all of it and do it well and grow it is the systems. I'm curious to hear from you guys. If people are listening to this, this is a thought that I've had before. And it's that systems and business operation is boring. I don't want to do it. I'm bad at it. I'm a creative. This was my story. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm a free spirit. And I left my nine to five, like to not have to do this. And like, I'm not going to track data. And I'm just going to be a spiritual, creative, I don't know, wild child. And I really rebelled against systems for so long is this something you guys hear from online business owners and what do you what's kind of your reply to people that have that thought process about why should they start considering systems and i would love to hear your guys's kind of thoughts on that whole line of thinking i'd say i agree with a lot of it <laughs> Um, yeah. but so like, this is actually something, uh, when I was telling my email list about this, my subject line was, I hate to set them up, but I love to watch them work. Right. Because do I love bookkeeping? No. Do I love to see, Hey, how close am I to my income goal for the year? And how much do I get to pay myself and all this stuff? Yes. So it's yeah. kind of, you know, I don't always love the actual setup and I'm the one area I've really got to improve upon is documenting and SOPs. I literally left an SOP training to come to the life so that I could do better <laughs> SOPs. Um, but like the payoff for them is kind of just reminding myself that like, hey, do this once. You might have to go tweak it here and there, but you're it's really, it pays off in all the things you don't have to try to keep in your brain and, you know, in the results that you'll get without having to just constantly be like working at it. That's such a good, useful thought, I think. I loved you said, I hate to set them up, but I love to watch them work. And I think that is like really at the bottom of like creating systems is like, I. you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're a pain to set up also. Like I do, they take time. There's a million, I have a million things going on. It always feels like, oh, like I don't want to take the time to do this. I'll, a lot of times I don't want to take the time to tell the team how to do things. I'm just like, I'll just do it myself faster, right? But it's a very short-sighted way of doing business because it's maybe faster in that moment, but then I'm going to have to do it every time that needs to be done. And so is it actually saving you time, right? And so it might be like, I don't want to take the time to write out the steps on the SOP. I tell people to write, solopreneurs to write out SOPs for themselves to follow. Because I'm like, you don't want to be figuring out how do I do this? Or how should I do this? Or where's the thing in Kajabi? Or where's the lit? It's like, you want to have an exact process. You just follow every time. You don't have to think about it. You just follow your template. You follow your step-by-step -step guide. You make it super simple. And it frees up your brain power. 
And I think taking the time to write all that out in the moment can feel annoying when you're a solopreneur. You're like, I don't want to make a guide. Like, I don't, I'll remember like, <laughs> I, I have the worst memory on earth and I'll still tell myself like, I'll remember. Right. Well, but you know, I, I think that's that. really important too. When it's, when it's something that you don't do on a regular basis, like if mm -hmm. it's a quarterly activity or just monthly, how, how long are you going to sit there and try to remember how did I do this last time? Why didn't I write it down then? It's, you know, you just waste your time and it, it can really make things go so much easier if you just write it down. Just yeah. Write it down. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And what about you, Latrice? Do you have any thoughts for people that are like, I'm a free spirit. I got into business to get out of the nine to five game. I'm not trying to make another job for myself. Like, what do you, what advice would you give someone about how to start, say in that mindset to start implementing systems? So I work with a lot of different business owners and some of them have, I've watched some of them kind of start small and it was something that was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm making okay money. And then they get this one opportunity that just catapults them to the next level and they have no systems in place and they're not ready. So I had one client who went on Good Morning America. She did not have stuff in place. She did not have anything in place that she needed for the traffic she was going to get to her website. She had, I'm like, oh my gosh, why was this not a thing that was discussed? You have all these leads coming to your website. You have all these people Googling you. You've got these people purchasing your book. You have all, like all these things happening. And I'm like, and this was just like something that you and your PR person talked about. And you didn't think to say, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be on Good Morning America things about to get crazy. I've had a client who had lost a loved one and she just could not get it together. Nobody was expecting her to get it together. She couldn't get it together to come back, but there were no systems. So she didn't expect this person to just die all of a sudden. What was she supposed to do? And I think sometimes as business owners, we kind of think we're invincible and we are, we, we sometimes are like the worst thing that can happen is this. Is it really going to happen? Nah. Especially women. We're like, I'll just do it all. Like, nobody help me. Nothing, like, I got it. <laughs> nothing's ever going to happen to me. Nothing's yeah. ever going to happen to anybody I love. I mean, that could happen, but really it's not going to happen. So we kind of believe that our business is invincible, but we don't have the foundation. We don't have the foundation in order. And so we're building on this cracked foundation. And so our building is kind of leaning a little bit. But as long as, you know, I can put, some, put something there to hold it up, it'll be okay. So oftentimes I tell people, even if it's just something simple, it doesn't have to even be big and major and all have all this pomp and circumstance. Record a Loom video. Here is how I send an invoice. Here is a Loom video. Create a Google Doc and have all of your Loom videos listed, the links to all of them at the most basic, basic level. At least do that. You're doing the task anyway. Record a Loom video if you're doing it. Doesn't have to be anything extra, but you can't believe that this business is built in a way that nothing can come and nothing can tarnish anything that I've created. But when we have our hand in everything and we don't have systems, we actually really don't have a business. If something could happen and take everything away from you in an instant, we don't have a business built on a solid foundation. So at the most basic level, just record little videos. Just yeah, that's a good tip, y'all. Everybody go sign up for a Loom account. <laughs> Well, you know, with the Loom, you can, you know, record it. Your VA can transcribe that into an SOP or your mm -hmm. operations manager can break it down step by step. If it's something that you always do and you're tired of doing it, that's exactly it. Just record a Loom video and hand it over. 
And Loom Trace drives now. They've got the AI. So a lot of our SOPs are the Loom videos too. So we'll just watch them on like two double speed, right? And it's like somebody, if if something, God forbid, like were to happen and you needed someone to step in, if you have those videos, even if you don't, if that's all you have, some that somebody can watch those and figure out how to do it. So I do think that's a really, really good point and a really, really really valuable tip. I want to ask you guys, because y'all are like a little nerdy about the system stuff, right? I've got to know what's like your favorite thing you're nerding out on right now. What's like your favorite little app or little trick or like, what's your favorite little thing you've been messing with lately? Hmm. I've been on Notion. So I made this database in Notion. It's in the mastermind, but I use it all the time. I'm a huge nerd about it. Um, I'm going to mute. Somebody's dog is barking. Can you mute? So sorry. I kicked them out of the room and they're going nuts. No, it's okay. It's just, I don't want to have to edit it out of the pod. (laughs) You're all, you're all good. Uh, I have a really needy rescue dog, so I totally understand. Um, I made a Notion dashboard that's for all my ideas and it's a database and then I can tag it if it's like a podcast idea, an email idea, an idea for next quarter, a product idea, and it actually links on my phone. So instead of having, I used to have an Apple Notes that was like, you want to talk about a junk drawer? My Apple Notes app is like the ultimate digital junk drawer. Holy cow. I have so much stuff in there and none of it is organized. None of it is tagged. I would just be like, oh, let me write this down so I don't forget. And it's like, yeah, it's written down, but it's now in a nest of like a thousand other notes. Like, do you think when I plan next quarter, I'm going to go to reference that? It's like where I call it like where ideas go to die. Right. So now I've like made myself like the notes app is only for like to do lists for things that are like today, like that I'm looking at or need to remember. But for like ideas of things next week, things next month, things next year, all that goes in the notion board and it's all tagged. And it's just made such a big difference in my like brain thinking. You guys have anything like that, that you use all the time or you're like, I would die without this thing. (laughs) Click up. Yeah. Click up. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> okay. You guys got to tell me like the click up. Why do you love click up? Why is that your baby? Why is that your, or there's so many different ones. I feel like why is that so, the one? Tell me on click up everybody. <laughs> because I'm not the tech expert. I'm going to come at this from a non like tech expert perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll leave that to Latrice. Uh, but click up <laughs> can be really anything. So I tried click up years ago and I moved away from it. And then I took the time to actually really learn it well. And I actually was part of, um, Layla Pomper, who is a great ClickUp expert as well, uh, kind of setting up in sort of the same way that she teaches made a big difference for me. Um, so a couple of the things that are that like were just a huge like game changers for me is I have a list of just recurring tasks. Yes. Of okay. and they're all in one place, you know, and it's everything from hey, respond to all the customer things Monday, Wednesday, Friday to hey, quarterly taxes are due x date whatever um and then also i've got a hey these are the things we're working on during this period like these are the tasks that need to happen during this month or quarter or whatever um and automations i've been automating so you said like my speaker stuff was you know easy to do with the summit it's all automated and click up yeah it's all well organized yeah i was like Like, and i knew i can tell it's funny because i can tell we do a lot of events i can tell who has a system and who's like winging it like you can tell and it's like liz's stuff is always like boom 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 like everything is done everything you need everything's on time it's like all very clear and so i yeah. knew that about you i feel like before even talking to you that you had really really good systems just from working 
with you because mm-hmm. you can tell the speakers that are just like winging it and just kind of sending stuff and like doing it the day of maybe and the people that have the system and the process and that it's all scheduled and planned ahead of time. Not that it doesn't work, right? I'm always like, you guys got to start where you are. I love that you said that though about the reoccurring tasks. I always tell my team I have ADHD and my memory is the worst, right? And I have like Megan was saying in the chat, I have that like thought of like, oh, I'll remember. (laughs) But I always tell my team, I'm like, nothing can live in Faith's brain. (laughs) Like it can't, it is not safe here. Like it all has to be, we use Asana, so I'm like, it all has to be in Asana, period. I just go on every day and do my list. They put things for me. I put things for myself. It's all in one place. It's all scheduled. And I can see what I have to do the next day or the next week or the next month. And it is a game changer because I don't have to spend any mental energy thinking, what should I do next? What do I need to do today? What do I need to, I don't have to any of that thought. I just like sit down and do my work and can leave the business, which it wasn't definitely not always that way. So I do think any task organizer, right? Oh, I don't know. Does ClickUp do anything? What is the... I don't really fully understand what ClickUp is. I'm, a, I'm imagining it's Asana. I formerly, I used to use Asana. I okay. used to use Asana. I say if Trello and Asana decided to have a baby and decided to reach its fullest potential, it would be ClickUp. Okay. And that so is really brilliant. What ClickUp is. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> like, I, and I, but I'll say, because you mentioned having ADHD, I have self-diagnosed ADHD. I know I have it. I have members of my family who have it and I'm the same. I'm like, oh, I got it. Cool. I know. So mm-hmm. part of the reason I use ClickUp is because I have ADHD. Um, I can get very, and because I like tech, I will find a reason to pick a new tool or to learn a new thing or waste time getting hyper fixated on some shiny object that I saw somebody create a TikTok about. And ClickUp keeps me from doing that because my first question is when I see another tool, I'm like, but can ClickUp do this? Okay. So get back to ClickUp. Click up, do it. Why are you over there? Stop wasting time. Click up literally does all of that. The the boards, all the boards, the Trello boards to organizing things Mm kind of like how Airtable does to like everything you do it in ClickUp. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to look for a Google Doc. It's just embedded inside my ClickUp view. I don't need to go and my dashboard. I can make my dashboard and ClickUp is fun with little GIFs and all that. I can do whatever I want to do in ClickUp. So it keeps me focused and from like getting shiny object syndrome and squirrel. I'm gone off to the next thing. Like, no, ClickUp. That's a really, really great point. I have a follow-up for you, but I want to get to Carrie. Carrie, do you have any favorite, favorite thing that you love using or you're like, I would die without this thing in my business or like um, everybody needs this? Um, for, Yeah, for me, it's Zapier. Oh, okay. Zapier, Tell me Zapier. Zapier. Yeah. Tell me what we're yeah. doing with Zapier. Oh my goodness. I use it for all my clients. I use it for myself. Um, I have, where I had one client, she would do a three-day in-person conference. And so, sorry, I'm a hand talker. So we would automate, I automated everything like registration forms, um, pre-survey responses, uh, profile pictures, getting them into the Facebook pop-up group, like everything. Some of our zaps had literally 10 or more steps. And it, it it was, it just made the entire process so seamless. Like all they had to do was buy their ticket and fill out the registration form. We were getting slacks that somebody had registered for the event. They were getting tagged in Kajabi as they needed to be. If they were new to our Kajabi system, then a profile was created for them and then tagged them. 
They were getting all the forms they needed. It was just so seamless. That's and, amazing. Yeah. You know, for myself, I've, I didn't, so I'm in a lot of Slack workspaces and I, one week I did the math for how long I spent changing my status in Slack to, or pausing notifications because I was in a meeting. I was losing 50 hours a year, just updating my Slack workspaces to show that I was in a meeting and unavailable. And that's, that's 50 hours. I could be billing a client. Mm -hmm. Um, so I automated a lot of that with Slack and I was Slack with, with Zapier. Zapier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so I, I would be lost without, without my zaps. Yeah. And just for people that haven't used zap, it's an interesting program because it kind of will connect different things together. Like you can connect Mm -hmm. like Slack with, can talk to Kajabi and Kajabi can talk to Airtable or like, we'll have certain things where it's like when people join the mastermind, like add them to like a spreadsheet or stuff like that. So it's a really interesting program. Yeah. That can connect a lot of different programs together and kind of make them talk to each other for lack of better explaining. I'm curious to hear from you guys. I feel like it's a fine line between kind of being disorganized and having no systems. And then on the other side, I'll see people that spend a ton of time creating like super detailed SOPs and learning new systems and putting everything into like a new program. And it can almost become like, I love how you said that Latrice about the shiny object. It can become like almost like a way of procrastinating for some people. And so I would love to hear your guys' kind of recommendations of how do people create these systems and actually make them so they save time and they're productive versus either just not having them or like going way overboard and spending way too much time making them. And I'll add one more thing. I always tell people like your systems kind of need to be at the level your business is at. If you're just one person and you don't have a team, you probably don't need the kind of systems that someone that has 30 employees has. Right. And so how do people find that like level of appropriateness <laughs> of systems? You guys have any advice? <laughs> I think I a lot of time. With- oh, go ahead. No, you start. I started uh, last time. I will say, I think a lot of the time, um, it happens more because of social media and TikTok and stuff like that. So I think if you eliminate peeking over the fence syndrome, a lot of times you're very content with what you have. And it's when experts get online and they're like, the best email marketing automation system is you need this today. And then you're like, anybody oh talking in that voice, you guys just run away. <laughs> and I'm like, who told you to get, who told you to do that? You were using Flowdesk and it was working for you as a solopreneur by yourself. Somebody told you you needed this crazy system with all these funnels and all these bells and whistles. You might not want to have a million dollar business. You don't want to have a seven figure business. You just want to make 200. That's what you want to make. And that's fine for you. So if we focus on staying in our own lane and not just grabbing everything, every single self-proclaimed expert tells us to grab, we would actually stay focused a lot more and not run to so many different things. I had a call with someone not too long ago. Um, It was like early July before my maternity leave started. And she literally was like coming to me for a consultation because she needed all of this stuff in her business. And she told me the tech stack she had and everything she had going on. It was just her by herself. She told me how much she made. She told me all these details. And I was like, yeah, you don't need me. Like, and she was like, well, I just feel like I'm missing out. Like I need more, like there could be more for me to do or there. 
You have a nice, you have a low tech, you, you're low tech. You have a nice streamlined process and system. There's no stress. You're not concerned about anything. You're able to make money without you being present in the business all the time. What do you want me to just give you more stuff that's not going to make anything better for you? It's actually just increasing your expenses and you don't even have a team to keep up with these tools. So I don't know who told you you needed all these things, but just stick with what you got because it really is actually working. And so yeah. if we actually focused on what works for us in our business, because it's not any cookie cutter process, what works for us, we wouldn't get so distracted with a million other tools. I want to highlight that for a second, because yes. I think that's so important. And we teach that in my mastermind and work with clients on that all the time. And I think one of the most difficult things for people to do when they decide to be an entrepreneur is like, they have, you have to learn to like evaluate your business and make decisions and think for yourself. And a lot of people are like, well, they must know more than me or this person, they're doing this and not, and I should be doing that. And it's, it's really, you can't do that as an entrepreneur. You really have to be in your own lane, like Latrice said, and be like, where is our business at? What's the next step for me, for us? And you cannot be following what other people are doing. It, it really can take you down a weird rabbit hole. I've done it. Like some of the worst mistakes I've ever made was like, I'm like, I don't know how to do this next step or I don't know how to scale. Let me pay somebody a bunch of money to tell me what to do. And then I do what they tell me. And the next thing I know, I'm like, this isn't even what I wanted. Like, how did we even get here? Like, what did we even spend the last three months doing? And the best thing I think is like what Teresa's saying, stay in your own lane, be like, what is my goal? It's laser focus. Like, what is my goal? What is the simplest, easiest way to get there without the distractions, right? Without looking around at what everyone else is doing. Liz, what were you going to say? Because I, you were really say. building on what you guys both said. So yeah. like, and, and I'll say this because I was guilty of this in the past. Nothing will slow down your progress as a business owner faster than constantly switching tools and then having to go fix all the things that broke because you kept switching tools. <laughs> I right? feel personally attacked, Liz. Rude. <laughs> I mean, Rude, I've, I've been guilty of it. On my own show, y'all. <laughs> like, I've been guilty of it, too. And like you said, it's, um, you know, staying in your own lane. Because, and I've done this, too. Like, way back, early self-employment days, I was freelance writing. And I was like, well, I don't really like, you know, freelance writing. I saw someone else with the course. And I was like, I want that success. And then I became a Pinterest manager. And then I was like, you know what? I actually don't like working with clients. So it was like, why am I doing this? Right. So like you see someone else's success and you want it, but it, in reality, it's not what you actually want. Um, yeah. And so staying in your own lane, picking a tool that works for you. And, and sometimes you do need to switch, but I would be so cautious. And so like, really, really ask yourself if you need to switch, because it will slow you down. Yeah, um, that's, and, a good, and, that's a good thought too. Yeah. So all of these uh, things can work, right? Like I have a friend that runs a great business and is super organized and she does like everything in Excel. She doesn't use Asana or any of that. They have like deadlines and a sign and she's like, like a wizard at Excel. Right. And I'm not saying use Excel, but I'm just saying any of this stuff can work. Yeah. Right. And so whether it's ClickUp or Asana, I think people also really get in their head about like, there's a perfect tool. <laughs> It's like, it's like the, the hunt for the like perfect little tool in the rough. And like, this is going to like change yeah. everything and make everything the thing. And it's like, it's probably not that right. And then don't spend too much time, not don't spend too much time researching, but people will go down these rabbit holes of like researching like Asana or ClickUp or what should it should be this? Should I do that? What, how should I do it? And they spend all this time researching, but I'm like in six months, 
there might be something totally new and totally different that all of us are going to be on anyway. And so mm -hmm. I've been in this space a long time. Like the, you can research all you want. And in six months, all your research is going to be irrelevant because everything's going to be different. <laughs> so do you point up and nothing is, you know, like the thing that you were like, oh, it doesn't do this. Well, it does that now, you know? Like yeah. 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 Or it's like, oh, this was expensive. Well, now it's cheaper. Or like, oh, they have, they do have a free plan now. It's like all going to be different in yeah. like a few months. And so don't feel like, oh, I have to get it perfect. It's like, you know, pick something, see how it goes. If you're going to move, be very thoughtful about that, right? I think that's very good advice. Like if you're going to move, be like, you know, what are my reasons for actually moving? Is this actually doing something like Patrice said that I can't already do in ClickUp or I can't already do in Asana? And do I actually need to do that? And just be, I would say, pick something, just commit to using it and then be very, very thoughtful when you do move, there might be good reasons to move in the future, right? Like a year from now, we might see Latrice and she might just be like, oh no, it's not quick up. It's this, this new thing is the thing, right? And that's how the space often is, right? Just make sure that you guys like your reasons for, um, for switching is what I would say. That's one of the reasons I have such a love-hate relationship with AppSumo. I am, I'm into AppSumo lately. I feel like I go through little AppSumo benders. Tell everybody yeah, what AppSumo is. Why did you leave my AppSumo account, please? Somebody kick me off of it, please. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tell AppSumo like, what I it is. I finally got my addiction under control. Yeah, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. I've grabbed some really great stuff on AppSumo. Like when Big View goes on there, I snatch that up. When Deposit Photos has a code, I snatch it up. But then some of the stuff, it's like... And especially when your client is an AppSumo junkie and you get this like, what if we grab I'm the client. I'm the yeah, problem. what if we grab this? Can we like get rid of these other programs? And I'm like, no, because one, you've already paid for the other ones for a year. And two, this has got less than half the features than what we're using right now. Yeah. It's brand new. Never use a new tool. No. I'm always like. You guys can be the guinea pigs. I'll sit back and wait and watch all the glitches and watch you get mad when everything fails. Yeah. I'll wait like a year. Latrice, yeah. can you oh. tell everybody what AppSumo is just for people that AppSumo don't know? AppSumo is a problem that my assistant has now not allowed me to purchase anything. I'm banning you from buying anything else from AppSumo. You literally can go there. Like and so they'll have software companies who will go and put their app. Their app will be on AppSumo. They'll have license numbers and you can go in and get access right. to something to for a lifetime, lifetime plan. $29, $69. It's always something inexpensive. I have a shiny from... object black hole. Don't go and on. Do not go like anyone else have to get permission from their VA before they buy a new app? I'm going to get banned from AppSumo. I'm banned. She hasn't looked at the permission yet. I literally haven't purchased anything from AppSumo in one year because hey. I am a reformed AppSumo addict. And she is not letting me. As yeah. soon as that email comes through with the newest have to get it AppSumo things, I'm like, oh my gosh, how many messages am I going to get? Can we switch to this? Or what do you think about this program? And I'm like, and I just, just stop. You I'm don't actually, need to have all of them just because they're cheap. I'm well, actually going to be in really big ones though. Some really big, really great ones from AppSumo that you just kind of got to use your, your wisdom and use some sense and read it and like, oh, this looks like it could really be promising. Yeah, um, there's one crazy. summit platform that I use for summits, for webinars, all that. And it, I got it like four years ago. And now, hey, summit. Uh, no, I got hey, Airmeet. 
Oh, I also have Air Me. I have both Hey Summit and Air Me. Like, it was like $49 or $69. And now Air Me is well over $1,000 a month yeah, for anybody yeah. to use it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and it's amazing. Every time I use it, people are like, what platform is this? I've never used this before. It's so fun. It's so great. And I'm like, okay, see, a good AppSumo purpose purchase. I mean, <laughs> it's all paid off. Finally, it was worth it. Finally paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, hey Summit, Air Me phrase like these are all absumo things that i, I had will tell on. you guys if we have any other adhd like impulsy people listening i am an impulse shopper and i also go on absumo all the time and i'm like looking around and so i end up buying things and a lot of them have refund policies and i'll tell you guys i'm embarrassed to admit this but i am a, not only am i absumo junkie i also will return stuff all the time <laughs> so we'll get it we'll get it and i'll be like let's try it for and i'll like put the date of like you know when we can get the refund by by that date and if i'm like this isn't if it isn't really something we really need for the business that we're actually going to implement i will return it because mm -hmm. i otherwise i'm going to be like a i call it digital hoarding it's like it's going to go in the digital junk drawer <laughs> just like at my house with my little digital hoarding drawer right and i'm like i don't need more stuff in the digital hoarding drawer and so i think that's a good tip too is like don't be a digital hoarder like keep your stuff simple like if you can just like simplify things don't be looking at new things all the time most of the new things like like you're saying there's a lot of glitches on there there's a lot of new things that you're like, oh, this sounds perfect, but then you get in there and it doesn't really have the features or it doesn't really work how you thought. Um, you know, you'll end up wasting a lot of time like learning and messing with that software, mm -hmm. returning it. It's just for most people that are just starting, I always say like, if you're a solopreneur or you're someone with, you know, maybe a VA helping you out, your time is so valuable, right? So you've got to think if you're a solopreneur, you're the only employee in your business, the only employee your business has, you need to look at the shit you're doing and be like, would I actually pay a VA 30, 40 bucks an hour to do this, to be browsing AppSumo <laughs> and like looking at the things and like testing it. And it's like, if you wouldn't pay a VA to do that, you should not be waste. You should not be spending your time doing that. Right. Um, well, now and, you're attacking me. Yeah, and I have to get you back because you came for me. <laughs> How do, what do you guys have, what tips do you guys have for just starting simple? I think one of the themes of this conversation seems to be like, keep your tech simple. Don't like go for the biggest, most fancy stuff. Don't go for shiny things. Like what is a simple system? I guess quick up, right? Is that the deal yeah. Latrice? And how should they start? What's like a simple place to get started on ClickUp? Would you all agree? I don't feel like ClickUp is... Super is, simple. Um, if you know, you've got like, a learning curve on it, right? It yeah. does have a learning curve, but also for some people, that's why some people I don't even, although ClickUp has all these amazing features, I don't always yeah. recommend it to everyone, especially like the if WordPress you're not into it. seeing like so many features that it overwhelms you. Yeah. When yeah, I was first getting much. started, I started with Trello because I'm a very visual person. And so I started with Trello. And I stuck with that for the first couple of years. And then as my business grew, that's when I transitioned from Trello to Asana. And I'm like, I'm an Asana junkie right now. Um, I love it. Me too. I've used ClickUp with other clients. You know, when clients come to me and they have a, a you know, they have a project management system, I merge into theirs. I don't force them to change if what they have is working for them. I've used ClickUp. I, I love it. Um, I've used Monday.com. That's another really robust one. 
Um, it's pretty I pricey. Recommend- I think for most of you guys listening, I probably wouldn't recommend. I would do. No, I wouldn't recommend starting with Monday unless you are really, really needing. If you have a team, it's like amazing. I've worked on yes. when I I used to be a VA and like help some of these bigger coaches run launches way back, like before I was a business right. coach or anything. And everything was on Monday. And it is really good if you have a lot of people on a project and you yep. have a big project. But it, the price of it is what it's, really deters It's very it. cost prohibitive for a lot of solopreneurs. Um, but yeah, I Asana does a lot. Even with just their free account, you can do a lot. And then I'm if, on their free account. Me and my team run everything on oh, the yeah, free account. Oh, yeah, I'm on their free account. too. But, you know, every so often when you need some of those premium features, you can like reactivate it and put the note on your calendar to cancel before you think. Oh, she's like, this is like a Faith Mariah tip. She's like a shark. I'm like, um, yeah. oh, I'm all about doing, trying the free trials. And I always put a note on my calendar as soon as I sign up, like two days before, because I know it's probably going to get moved. So I, I buffer it by a couple of days to, to cancel the subscription so I don't get charged. But yeah, I think when you're just starting, Trello is good. Asana is good. Um, those are really easy ones to get a grasp on. I would say too, like the place I tell people to start is kind of like what Liz said was like, the first thing I would do is pick something, either Asana or ClickUp or whatever you want, some kind of to-do list kind of task management app and make sure your reoccurring tasks are in there. So I have like daily tasks, weekly tasks, monthly Mm -hmm. tasks, quarterly, yearly. I would just start with that, like just setting that up, right? And then what I do with clients after that, we get their reoccurring tasks set up. We'll make different boards in a sauna for different kind of projects. So if you have a podcast, you want to schedule out, we do quarterly planning in my mastermind. So it's 90 days. So it's like, if you want to plan out your launch for the next 90 days or your legion strategy for the next 90 days, you can make a board in there and assign those tasks with dates to yourself. And then when you go on there, it ends up generating like one master to-do list basically for the day. That's like, here's all the shit you got to do this week. Here's Mm -hmm. all the stuff that's due today. And so I would just recommend people start just managing your tasks, right? And assigning tasks to yourself. And it also will give you experience for onboarding a VA. If you're not able to manage like and assign tasks to yourself and break up your project into tasks to assign, you're going to have a very hard time managing people because you don't understand how to break up your tasks and assign them and give them dates. And so that's kind of my advice of, I guess, where I would tell people to start. And then I guess from there, maybe building out some really basic SOPs, like super basic, like just like anything. I would just, yeah, I would add to that, whatever, basically, whatever you choose, learn the tool, like take Mm -hmm. the time, watch the setup tutorials. It'll make a huge difference in how much you like it, how effective it is. That's a great tip. Say that again, Liz. That's a really good tip. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever tool you use, learn it. Uh, You know, because I tried ClickUp and I went back to it once I actually learned it. Um, You know, watch the setup tutorials, the videos, uh, you know, like Latrice said, hey, can the tool I'm already using do this? Let me go look and find out and learn how. It makes a huge difference in how much you like the tool, how efficient you are, how effective it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I would do is I would, depending on what tool you're using. So ClickUp does everything. It's like the WordPress of project management. It's a learning curve. I love that analogy. That's perfect. Yes, that's perfect. It can do a lot, and I'm I'm not on the free plan. You can, but you can do a ton on the free plan. I use some paid plan automation stuff. Um, 
but like you've got to take the time to actually learn it. And I would say to help yourself in the future, not just adding recurring tasks, but templates, template task templates yes. Yes, yes, are yes. hugely helpful. Oh so, yeah. Let's talk about templates. You guys use templates yeah. in your business? I and, like, use them a hundred percent, especially in Asana. So on the free plan, you don't get access to template tasks, but I create a task card with everything assigned. And I just put at the top, like the stop sign emoji, template card duplicate. And we just duplicate it from there. And that's kind of, that's our workaround. Um, but yeah, templates a hundred percent. Yeah, we use a ton in my business too, especially just with like customer service emails. A really good place mm -hmm. to start with a system is y'all's inbox. When you're managing your own inbox, like you don't need to write out a response to every single person because generally you're getting kind of the same 20 questions-ish, right? And so it's like, where's my password? Or I bought this, I need access or whatever your questions are. But just write those emails out. You'll have the templates. And then you've also created a easy way for a VA to step in and help you. Like with what Latrice was saying, like if something ever happens and you're like, man, I like can't be in the inbox. I need to hire help. It's going to be a lot better for a VA trying to do your inbox. If you're like, and I have all the templates here organized of how I respond to these emails. And I have like our most common questions already typed out how I want them responded to. Like it's going to be just so much easier. And so that's another place I would advise people to start. If you don't have any systems in your business at all is like creating some kind of system for creating email templates and how you manage your inbox can save you a ton of time, especially if you're a solopreneur doing it all on your own. So um, two yeah. things, two things. Um, yeah, yeah. Since you're talking about inbox, one tool that I love, 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 especially if you have a team, even if you're by yourself, but especially if you have a team missive, the missive app for managing your team and managing your inbox, it will change. I've never heard of that one. You got to tell I've me what is that? Missive will change your life. It is, it is amazing. So missive, if you ever are like, okay, I have this inbox. I've got to ask this question a million times. I don't want to give somebody access to my inbox. Like, I don't want them to be able to have my Google business login and then just through LastPass and then log in whatever they want. God, my team could like destroy my whole life, but That's they've worked for me for years. Like, They're like people I really, really love and trust. <laughs> but I'm like, God, if, they ever, if I ever cross them, they could destroy If they my wanted life. to go and say, hey, ClickUp or hey, Asana, we no yeah. longer want this account. And Asana were to send you an email saying, confirm that you no longer want this account. They just go in your inbox and click it and then delete everything. So they could change their passwords by right. sending the yeah. email. So everything, people are often like, I don't want everybody to have access to my account. Um, yeah, especially if they're like newish and it's somebody you found online or something. So Missive, the Missive app is an amazing app that allows you to have multiple inboxes in your one inbox. So my, my assistant, me and her have become extremely close now. So I trust, trust her. So she has access to everything. She has access to the all mail folder. She sees everything. Um, another team member has access to only what we give her all in the same inbox. So my assistant can go in and she can assign things to other people in the team inside the folders from my inbox, from just one inbox. So we no longer need an operations inbox, an admin inbox, a info inbox, a support. We literally just have a bunch of aliases for one email address. We pay for one email account, the little $6 a month that Google charges. And we have a million aliases and there's automations inside a missive that say, if someone emails operations, 
put this email in the operations folder that this person has access to. If someone emails customer support, put this in the customer support that only customer support people have access to. You can do all of that. And then if there's a question, we can chat as a team. There's a chat attached to the email. So we get to chat. Ooh, hey, okay. here's questions about this email. What do you think? And it goes into each person's inbox. So it's kind of like Slack and Gmail and Asana all combined in one. And we can do all of those things around just emails. Yeah. It makes things, I mean, all the templates, we can put the templates in. They can send mm -hmm. templates. If there's a client that emails me and I'm like, okay, uh, I don't remember what this is in reference to. I click on their name. It pulls up all the emails on the side that I've had from this person without me searching for a thing. Missive's features are endless. And if you have a team, I'm always like missive. Because I was like, if you guys got inbox, like if you have a big inbox. Yeah. Like I feel lot, like that's, that's the next email. rabbit hole I'm jumping down um, when we are done here today. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm gonna know, now I'm going to go off and like after we went right. on that whole rant about not getting new things, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Wait, if, you don't have a, if you don't have a team though, the Gmail aliases and automations, like just yes. like that can be a huge game changer yep. if you're not doing that already. Oh, um, and especially because... all of the, the, fil the filters and folder feature mm -hmm. in your, in your Gmail. Oh God. Yeah. That oh, is yeah. huge. Learn your, <laughs> learn your email. Yeah. Whatever service provider. <laughs> learn yeah, your learn whatever email you're on. Different. And all of these yeah. programs too do have like great trainings. Like I know Asana has like a whole like free certification you can even like take on there. But like Liz was saying, like take the time to learn it. The same with your email, like make sure you know how to use the features in your email and that you have things for tagging and you have just like starting to set that stuff up where you already are, I think is a really great yeah. move. And definitely yeah, like email is a time suck when you're a solopreneur. So you'd want to have like a really streamlined system, especially as you scale up, um, especially if you're going to have a, any kind of business with volume, right? If you are a coach when you have like a few clients, like that's different. But if you're going to be doing like lots and lots of sales or you're going to have a membership someday, like you're going to have volume in that inbox. You mm -hmm. need to set up a system where you're going to be able to um, handle the volume. Like, so what Latrice was saying earlier, if you do get on Good Morning America, <laughs> you're not like, oh shit, like everything goes into one inbox and I don't know how to do tagging and I don't have any filters and I don't have any templates. It's like, start setting that stuff up so that when you get your break, right, there's always going to be a break for everybody. I really believe that if you show mm -hmm. up and you're dedicated, you keep doing your work, you keep networking and connecting with people, you'll get a break eventually. And you want to have those systems in place to support that. This has been such a great conversation. I really, really appreciate you guys like taking the time and coming here and sharing so much value with the audience. I would love for you guys to just go around one more time for anybody that just joined and just say really quick who you are. Tell us where we can stalk you. Where should they go be obsessed with you? Where's the best places to find you? And then anything else you guys want to promote real quick? I'd love to hear from each of you before we sign off. Everybody's shy now. Self promo time. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I went first to start. I'll go first again. Uh, I'm Liz Stapleton. I'm host of the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. It's an annual virtual summit. It happens at the beginning of every year that helps bloggers spend less time blogging and making more money so they can stress less, enjoy why they started blogging in the first place. Um, and bloggerbreakthrough.com is where you can find me. I'm not super active on social media. I do go lurk. I just don't post a lot. So you can always reach out to me there. But <laughs> yeah, and even if you guys aren't bloggers, you really should go to Liz's summit. Do you have a wait list on the page they can get on or 
They should um, I do, you, you can join the like the newsletter and then you'll get emails from me and you'll be the first to know when registration opens. Um, since I know <laughs> Faith, your uh, audience is business owners, I will say that I do have speaker applications open right now. If you yes. are interested in speaking and you want to get in front of you know, bloggers of all different levels, because I do break them out that way. So just bloggerbreakthrough.com forward slash apply. Yeah, I can. Um, I'm going to get the link after this and I'll put it in my mastermind too, because I have some really good people in there that would be, I have to connect you with. It'll be perfect. Latrice, you want to go? Sure. I am Latrice Claiborne. I am a tech and automation strategist um, and a wife and a homeschool mom. I forgot to mention that system. Oh my gosh. <laughs> helped my life. I have four sons. So systems have really blessed my whole entire life because this is actually the first work thing I've done all day. And this is me working early, usually a homeschooler. And so this has really, really helped. So when she says, get your systems in order, like we're actually serious, actually really, really, really do that. Uh, so I help business owners identify areas that they can streamline how they work and earn in their business. And we actually do done for you services where we automate things for you. Okay. So if we need, if we're like, I need to hire somebody to do this, I need help. We're going to you, right? You can help people actually yes. put systems together. That's yes. Awesome. So we do tech in a day. That's our signature tech in a day. Ooh, tech in a day. We do it in okay. VIP day. I yes. love that. That's awesome. And then what about you, Carrie? Yeah. So I'm Carrie Wolf, um, Wolf Den Professional Solutions. You can find me on Instagram. It's Wolf Den underscore PS, P is in Paul. Um, I'm an operations expert and implementer, and I work with women-owned businesses getting their systems set up. Um, a lot of times we have, they have documents everywhere, systems running amok, and I get in there and do the implementing and the streamlining and really start documenting and get it running like a well-oiled machine. Um, yeah, getting your systems set up is super, super important. Um, I was actually able to sign a new client while I was recovering from a knee replacement surgery. Um, I was on the painkillers and everything, but I had... <laughs> I, I had literally no part in this. Um, my team covered. She's like, I was laid up. I was down for the count. You know, I, had <laughs> I didn't know where I was before the surgery, and then my team handled everything after that. And they just let me know, hey, so and so just signed the contract, made their deposit. We are ready to go and onboarding her while you are resting and recovering. And I thought that's that's pretty freaking awesome because yeah. I had I had everything documented and in place. So systems are really, really important. Yeah. And no matter what stage you are in your business, you've got to start getting your systems in place. Yeah. Just start simple. Doesn't they're like, don't use this. I coach people. So I already know they're like going to get overwhelmed and be like, oh my God, like there's so much. And what do I do? And there's so many programs. Don't do that. I'm like, put on your CEO hat, look at your business as a business owner. Right. And be like, okay, what's something that takes up a lot of time? How can I simplify it? That's all this is. It's just like looking at the areas of your business that are time suck and being like, how can I make this simple? How can I make this easier? How can I make this faster and take less time? 
you just go task by task, make like a list of your top three time suck tasks, right? Maybe it's the inbox. Maybe it's sitting down. If you're sitting down at your desk every day, like, I don't know what to do. What should I be working on and spending 20, 30 minutes figuring out what the heck to do? Start there with your to-do list. If you're spending all this time in the inbox, start with the email templates. Just start working on those top three kind of time suck things. Don't be overwhelmed by any of this. Like we've all had to learn this stuff and you're going to have to continue to learn new things because if you're going to have an online business, guess what? Everything's changing all the time. <laughs> so all your beautiful, nice systems you have now, <laughs> like a year, two years, three years, it's all going to be outdated. <laughs> so don't feel like it's like has to be perfect and it has to be like the thing. It's like, you know, six months from now, we could all be saying something totally different. So give yourself some grace. Let it be easy. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Go stock all these ladies. They are amazing. They're brilliant at what they do. And I'm just so happy that I got to have chat with you guys today and have you on the show. And that's it. I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for having me.